Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Philosopher's Stone podcast. I am Napoleon Bonaparte, and he is a real fucking piece of work, if you ask me. Wee <laughs> oui, wee. <oui>. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you should do your own intros from now on, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Bonjour. <laughs> What's happening, Sam? Uh, uh, not, not much really. Uh, not much at all. I hear BC's in full lockdown. That sounds nice. Well, here's the thing is it's not as full as it was at the beginning. It's, it's like a half full. It's like when we first got locked down, it was all restaurants and retail were closed. Like they shut down the mall and everything. Like you literally couldn't do anything other than go get groceries or liquor. But Mm -hmm. now it's like they kept the restaurants open and the store's open, but masks are mandatory anywhere indoors, essentially, unless it's your own house. Right. And uh, any sort of events, shows, comedy got canceled hard. Everything got canceled. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, it, all you can really do is work. And you can, go, you can go out to a restaurant, but other than that, there's fucking nothing nothing going on here how about how how about in ontario what's the latest lockdown procedures there Mm, well uh toronto was like fully locked down again um because they were having too many cases but ottawa somehow we only have like like 19 cases a day sometimes so everything is like you can that's you can go into a restaurant eat but yeah like you have to wear a mask until you get to your table that said i wouldn't go other i wouldn't go to a restaurant any shows going on? You get to do. When's there, the last time you did comedy? Oh, fucking like October. <laughs> really? Yeah. Like there's serious? there's shows going on. It's just like I'm just like yeah, I could go, but like if I get it, I could give it to my girlfriend, and she could give it to her mom. So I'm yeah. just playing it very safe. But there's definitely still shows. Going yeah. On. Is open. We had our last show last week, and. Uh, it was good. Uh, it was a fun show, but they weren't. There was really not a whole lot of protocol in place. Like there was a yeah. couple barrier, like plexiglass barriers, but like I don't know. There was like fucking thirteen comedians, and the mic never got sanitized or whatever. But, <laughs> and no one was wearing masks. So I kind of assumed that we were going to get shut down eventually, anyways. But yeah, now like I'm, I, I got a job, everyone, which is Woo! you know it's. It's like a different... I'm just swapping one type of depressed for a different type of depressed. That's what sucks <laughs> about the whole thing. Is that like I hate the mo- getting up to go to work and being at work is like... It's such a... It's just... You know, it's work. But sitting around at home doing nothing is also depressing. But it's just more mm. of a comfy depression. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel better about myself overall when I'm working. But I still am like not satisfied with how my life is. Hey, well, that's the only Which, way to improve, right? Exactly. Just hate yourself. A sense of dis- <laughs> dissatisfaction is a is the is the prime mover for change. So I have about uh, another year of electrical I have to do before I can have my own company. Whoa! Once I get to that point, then I can I could do like as long as I don't hire anyone, I can work. <laughs> do electrical whenever, and then I could take how much ever time I want off if I want to do comedy or whatever. But, like I said, another year away, and uh, I don't know. 
it's it's good to be back working, but I have to wear a mask everywhere I work now. So like mm-hmm. I haven't even, <laughs> I probably wouldn't even be able to recognize my fellow employees if I saw them without a mask. Like I haven't seen anyone's full face. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's pretty weird. Yeah. But yeah, it's good. Oh, big news for the podcast. Oh, I set us up a uh, Gmail account for anyone. If we have any listeners, if they want to write in, we'll read it on the podcast. <laughs> oh, any questions, my God. concerns? It is at tpspodcast420 at Gmail. Okay? <laughs> tpspodcast420 at Gmail. I will read them on air and we will... Answer your questions. I have. Do we have any listeners, Sam? Be real with me. Well, I checked the uh, the analytics on Spotify. Actually, and yeah. we got a big bump with our Napoleon episode. Big bump. Really? Oh yeah. How big? <laughs> how big are we talking? We're talking. Uh, okay, how many? We were talking like a uh, almost like a five hundred percent increase. Like ten, so ten, what, ten like, views, ten views, ten views, <laughs> ten listens, well, like ten, those... ten full listens. Full listens. Yes. 10 streams. Can you, t- you can tell when it's fully listened to, like the whole front yeah, and back? Yeah. It tells you how many people started it and how many people streamed it, finished it. Okay. Here's another question How many people started it and stopped it? I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> 58. <laughs> 58. Uh, that would be amazing. Well, but. I've started throwing it up in my Instagram story oh, every gross. week. That oh, that's a new, good. new episode is out. So yeah, that might have helped. I don't have a shit ton of followers. I have a few hundred. So maybe some people enjoyed it. Maybe some people hate listen to it. That's probably where the bump care. came from. Yeah, probably. So you should start doing that too, Sam. Post it on uh, your Instagram story. It would be the first thing I've ever posted on Instagram, I think. <laughs> oh my God, dude. <laughs> well, any of you 10 listeners that want to write in, Get to the core of who we are. You probably already know us on a personal basis. <laughs> if I had to guess, we already know each other quite well. But hey, 10 is better than two and we're on our way, buddy. What are oh, we, yeah. 14 episodes in? And we're already, uh, we're seeing some fucking, uh, some, uh, some progression. We are. It's nice. It's nice to know. <laughs> Just in time for the new email, which is tpspodcast420 at gmail. <laughs> Uh, hit us with everything. I'm going to be reading them uh, every week, and uh, I'm going to feel pretty, pretty sad if no one emails us for a long time. We should also read whatever spam emails we get. <laughs> oh yeah, any spam, whatever. I don't even care. <laughs> yeah. Whatever comes into that email account is we will read, read on the air. We a, will read it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if there's any, uh, you know. Ethiopian princes that need us to bail them out, get them out of a hard spot. Uh, we'll read your email. Yeah. Uh, anything else to add before we get into today's lesson? Um, fuck. Um, I think you got the audio problem sorted out. I think you do. Yeah, because the last two episodes, I had I didn't notice any very little overlap, if any. So, because yeah. previous episodes, sometimes I noticed that. Like we would respond to each other before the questions even done being asked, and it would sound like we're talking over each other, but really the audios were the two files were just out of sync. But the last two were good, so maybe that's also responsible for a little, a little bump. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Only the Lord Jesus knows. Mm, he, he might say, yeah, "Won't mm, tell me." Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Only time will tell. 
Only time will tell. Is this a segue? Oh, oh, oh man, you got a you got a nose for these things. <laughs> oh my god, I knew it. I knew you. Okay, perfect. Well, I'm sorry I ruined it, but yeah, I, I, I can spot those a mile away now. Segue into the lesson is about time. I'm guessing exactly the philosophy of time. Oh Jesus, man! I I, I don't know if there's any amount of. Uh, Oh, just go. This I just already know this is going to be so hard to understand. But just it's tough. hit me with it. It took me explain a few years. it like I'm explain it like I'm the dumbest five year old. Okay, so we all know Einstein famously said that time is money. <laughs> Did he actually? <laughs> yeah, I thought I he said so. it was relative. Um, yeah, it's he funny. Said that as well. uh, my time new boss said. said my new boss said that about eight times a day. Time is money. Time is so. Money. This is a uh, this is good timing for me. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah. So that's like one of the one of the questions in the philosophy of time is is the question is is time real? Like is time an objectively oh. real thing? But uh, but we can't oh, really man. quite answer that yet. We can't answer that. We've got to just start like start like back at the beginning. We've got to sort of like try and define what time is. So okay. One way people start with that is yeah, it's pretty easy. It's pretty simple actually. So there's uh, definitely not a confusing concept. That anytime it's messed with in a movie, it completely breaks the entire plot. But go ahead. Oh yeah, we'll get to time travel. No one's done it well. Yeah, we'll get to the time travel later. Um, But okay, so basically, uh, like a starting question is: Can you have time without change? Right. Mm. Oh, I, yeah. So, right. So, like, if all motion ceased, right. So, every chemical yeah. reaction halted, every electron froze, going around its orbit, yeah. everywhere in the universe, would the passage of time yeah. also cease? Well, according to every movie I've ever watched, when that happens, that means time has stopped, unless some of the characters have like a special. There was this movie I forget what it was called, but I watched it when I was like a teenager or a early teenager and this this guy and this girl had a watch I think it was where they could stop time and then they could like everybody else stop but they could move around freely oh and, that you know, Sabrina there was a bunch the, of hijinks that Sabrina the Teenage Witch no 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 oh. no, no, no. Yeah, it was like it had a name like Time Stoppers <laughs> Time Stoppers <laughs> Stop Watchers sure it was called Time Stoppers Stop Watchers <laughs> and then of course they did nothing with that power that was really you know they were teenagers in the movie, so they were doing stuff like, "Oh, we could get free free ice cream." You know, they actually, I'm pretty sure they committed assaults and robberies, but it was all to set to like mm. happy. We're falling in love music, so it was cool. <laughs> Typical. Typical teenagers. Typical. You give them an inch of power, yeah. and they immediately turn evil. Yeah. Well, they don't do anything. <laughs> teenagers, I if I I just. When I think back about how I was at like 14, 15. And I look at today's 14, 15-year-olds, and I'm just like, I just have, I have no respect for teenagers. Back when I was a teenager, or now I like really can see how dumb I was by looking at how they are now. Oh my God. You know what I mean? I, was, I don't even want to think about how dumb I was when I was 14. Your priorities are all fucked up for like a good... A good probably 15 years of your life from like from five to 20. One to five, your priorities are right on point. But anything after that, and the, no, actually, I'd say 
I don't know. Sometimes I still feel like a teenager. Anyways, go ahead. <laughs> All right. So, so some people they're called uh, reductionists about time, and they say that no, when we talk about time, we're really just talking about changes. So if there are no mm. changes, then there's no time. So by changes, they mean temporal relations between events. So B happened, and then after B, C happened. And so if there's no yeah, things well, happening before or after each other, then there's no time. So that's Aristotle and Leibniz. Thought if that. there was no change, say there was one entity that was alive, Mm-hmm. And no one else was alive, and nothing in this person's world ever changed. Like literally, a person. Well, I guess even then, their their thoughts would change, so that could mm-hmm. be used to like they might they might still come up with the concept of time on their own. But I don't know if they would really give a shit about it, or if they would even <laughs> bother. You know, yeah. Like if nothing is changing, then why do you need to keep track of time? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's a good point. But then there's the other group. And they're called the sub substantivists, and they say that yes, time time is like a big box for holding events, and even if the box is empty, the box is still there. So time is still there. So that was Plato and Isaac mm. Newton thought that. So here's okay. an interesting thing, right? Isaac Newton and that other guy Leibniz, they both invented calculus at the same time, independently of each other. So they had like Is strong it? parallel thinking, but they all but they had completely opposite views about time. So they were their minds were exactly the same about math, but their minds were the opposite mm-hmm. about time. Really weird. That's interesting that they could like the chances of two people that are alive at the same time to come up with calculus. It's I mean, it seems like super unlikely, but it probably isn't as unlikely as I I would imagine. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't what? fucking understand. <laughs> I mean, I don't understand calculus at all, but for like two forms of like the same form of math to be invented at the same time from independently is seems weird. Seems a little fishy to me. Seems, seems like we're living in a simulation, buddy. <laughs> yeah. So hey, what, what, what in what what ways did their uh, I guess what was definition of time? Yeah. Differ. Okay, so the first side, right? The people who say that if there's no change, there's no time. Their whole idea is basically time talk is just temporal relation talk. Like X hap- X mm-hmm. happens and then Y happens after X. So if there's no temporal relations, there's no time. If there were times when everything ceased, we could never even know if it happened or how long it happened for. Because if all time stopped yeah. all across the universe, when it started again, we would just seem we wouldn't even notice it. Everything would just seamlessly carry on from how it would have been before. So there's no way to know. It could happen. It could happen every other second for our entire life, and we wouldn't notice, right? But yeah, exactly. Like a million years could have just passed, like right now, and we just didn't didn't even notice it. <laughs> Except for that, that doesn't make sense to say a million years passed, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, okay, so then there's the other group, and uh, they so supposedly there's like some intuitive appeal to that because like we think like yeah, it does kind of makes sense that you could just like pause everything and like start it again. So there's this really weird uh, thought experiment that you can do. So you have to decide if this is if this makes sense or not. Okay, okay so, hit me. All right, so there's a possible world. Okay, so that means it's not our world, okay. but it's like a parallel universe that might be possible. 
And Roger that. I'm thinking Narnia. Okay, yeah, sure. It's like Narnia. And then there's three yeah. zones. There's zone A, zone B, and zone C in this world. And they're like next to each other. So you can like see into the yeah. zone. And uh, I can see a, I can see zone B from zone A or what? Yeah, they're like a, a, they're like on like a, a, a grid or something. So if you're in zone B, you can see people in zone C and zone A and they can okay. see you. You can like wave to them. They're like, hey. All right. No, they wouldn't be friendly. They'd be like, those zone B motherfuckers need to go. <laughs> zone A for life. <laughs> As long as you label your group and there's a different group with a different label, you will most likely lean into the dis- differences of those two groups. <laughs> those so always is, differences are not celebrated. I don't care what anyone says. People <laughs> naturally do not celebrate dis- differences. Yeah, there's probably some interzone conflict. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so in zone A, every two years there's a complete freeze of all time for one hour, but just in zone A. Mm-hmm. Shortly before the freeze happens, everybody in zone A starts to glow red for like a little bit. Okay. Okay. Um, and also when the time freezes, force fields come up around zone A, so nothing can get in or out. Okay. Can it still be seen? Uh, well, that's... From the other zones? Good question. In, so before it freezes... People in Zone B, they can look. They're looking into Zone A. Everybody starts yeah. glowing red, and so in Zone B, they're like, "Oh shit, yeah. they're about to freeze." Yeah. When they freeze, people in Zone B, they see Zone A go totally pitch black because mm-hmm. everything in is frozen. No light can leave Zone A, and no light can enter. Oh Zone shit! A. So even just, light stopped. Even light. It's a complete freeze. Literally like a black hole. Um. Yes, in a way, yeah. It's similar to a black hole in that all the informa- no information can get in or out. Yeah. Um, okay. Roger that. When the zone A comes out of its freeze, people in zone B, they see it like a continuous, uh, just a continuity, perfect continuity. Everyone in zone A just resume- seamlessly resumes what they've been doing. When the freeze Okay, stops. are they still glowing? Uh, the glow fades. It's gone. Maybe the glow okay. like fades away. Um but also zone B freezes as well. Zone B freezes for one hour every three years. Oh, for fuck's sake. Okay, so <laughs> how often does zone A freeze every hour? So zone A, every two years, they freeze for one hour. Zone B, every okay. three years, they freeze for an hour. Okay. Oh, my God. This is already going to yeah. be like my brain. My brain is literally like putting up warning lights. Like, <laughs> warning, you're not going to fucking understand this. <laughs> Okay, yeah, we haven't even put in Zone C yet. Zone C is still not even involved. I, I know, that's why. All right, two so, years, one hour, three years, one hour. Yeah. Black hole, glowing red, got it. So if you are in Zone A, when you come out of your freeze and you look into Zone B, it looks like there's some sort of discontinuous jump cut in Zone B. Like one second, someone's right. taking a drink of water, and the next second they're like playing basketball or something. There's just like a total jump well, yeah. cut. Yeah. Right. Now, zone C. Zone C freezes every for one hour every five years. Okay. And this, the same sort of things happen. Um, now, once every thirty years, all oh, the zones, <laughs> all the zones freeze at the exact same time. 
Okay. Now the question is, is this, and the people in these different zones, like how would they interpret time? They would probably, like the guy who came up with this, uh, this thought experiment, thinks that the people in these zones, that they would develop a theory of time where it would make sense for there to be these periods of time that freeze, or, or sorry, they would, it would make sense for them to come up with this idea where even when events freeze, time sort of still goes on. And they would have mm-hmm. uh, they would have freeze parties, like right before the freeze happens, <laughs> they would like have like a party, and they would freeze in the party or something. <laughs> but they wouldn't even realize the freeze happened to them. No, but they would over t- over time they would be able to predict the patterns. Like we can predict eclipses oh. because their freezes so happen be so like, regularly. So they would be like looking into Zone B and be like, "All right, who's ready to see the glitch?" And then like <laughs> when their zone freezes, suddenly everybody in Zone B is going to be you know, an hour later doing whatever they're doing, but they're all doing something different. Yeah, exactly. They'd all like be waiting and watching for the freeze and everything. And, would, so they yeah. would just come to the conclusion that they're getting frozen for an hour every two years. Yeah, and then and then they would know like every 30 years there's going to be a big freeze and we all freeze for two hours. And they would like... How would they know that? If um, everybody freezes at the same time, wouldn't it just be one... It would just be everybody would not notice it, you know? Because when everyone freezes, they don't see the, and then they all come out of it. They never notice. There would be a time when they didn't see people in zone B have a jump cut. Okay. So if like normally you'd expect there to be a freeze, normally you know that you froze because when you come out of it, you see a jump cut in the other zone. Yeah, 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 yeah. But every 30 years, there's no jump cut. So they would, Start. They would realize, but they would still start to glow red. That's the thing. Oh, so the glowing red thing—they're like, okay, we must have all froze. Yeah, but we didn't notice anything for anyone. It wouldn't look like a jump cut yeah. at that point. Yeah, exactly. But the the red glowing thing—they would so they would come to know the regularity okay. of that. So they would be like, oh, okay, here we go. Red glow. We all froze. Wow. Let's have a party next in the next three years. <laughs> <laughs> So, but the problem, with the, yeah. So, like, the problem with that is, like, okay, yeah, maybe it, maybe it, like, makes sense. But is it actually possible? Like, is that actually possible to have like these different zones or time freezes and force fields go up? Like, is that actually possible? Is it possible? Yeah. No, no, it's not possible. Even in well, a parallel I mean, universe. Well, if we're talking parallel universes, everything's possible. <laughs> but, <laughs> well, okay, not everything, right? Like, you can't have a parallel universe where two plus two equals five, or like. Where squares are circular. Not everything. I don't possible. know, man. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, what do you think about that? Yeah. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I, okay. I'll I'll concede that there there can't be. You can't have a. There's definitions to things. Some things. They yeah, they, I think some things uh, are necessarily true or necessarily false. So. Mm-hmm. But like if you if you're looking at if you're looking at say I'm looking at three rocks right okay I don't need to know what numbers are to intrinsically understand that there are three separate things there right like my brain understand will understand the amounts of things without ever having to put language to it um that's actually I think that's actually a big philosophical question 
right? Because wouldn't you be able to, if you have eyes or whatever, or whatever senses you have to move about the world, like before you knew what the word Mm. three was, you knew when there was three things in front of you. Well, okay, so this this actually takes us back to the to the uh, the Leibniz Newton thing, um, the Plato Aristotle thing, and that's basically the question: is did humans do we invent math? Like, is math something we invent? In which case, no, you wouldn't know that there were three rocks because you didn't invent math. Or right, is math something that exists independently of our minds that's already there, just waiting to be discovered? So Plato thought math is just out there. And we discover it. And mm-hmm. Aristotle thought, no, we invent it, I think. And so one of the the people well, who like the people who like the uh, that math is something that we discover, they like that like Newton and Leibniz independently figured out calculus because it would make sense for them to do that if it was something to be discovered. Rather than something that they both invented mm. separately. But then again, people have invented things like the steam engines and stuff like that. In parallel thinking, so but but math isn't something that is invented in yeah. So it is. It's already out there and it's discovered, right? It's not invented. Yeah, is that's that what you're saying. That's what Plato would say. He said math is yeah. Math is part of the universe. We discover it. We don't make it up. Yeah. So it's not like math isn't art. Like it's either factual or not, right? Like mm-hmm. it. Like you. Like you can't. There's no creative. Uh liberties you can take with numbers they're they're solid they're i think math is more of like a uh just a, a language that was made up to interpret what was already there math is like some like a representation of something that's in nature that's yeah. like external to us yeah, yeah like like mathematics is uh god i'm so out of my goddamn depth <laughs> here it's not even funny <laughs> Hey, you do the Pythagorean theorem myself, every day. I just heard, heard myself start trying to describe what math is. And, I, <laughs> uh, and then my brain started flashing again. Like, you don't know what you're talking danger, about. Danger, danger. But, yeah. But it's not like, it's not like, say, God, this is, I don't even know if this is relatable, but you don't, like music, I don't think is something that exists in nature, that was invented by. Mm. Well, it, birds, birds put together some sick, sick Ooh. melodies. Yeah, they ah, do. Okay, you know what? It's, I understand. It's crazy. I, I, all I understand hey. is I don't understand. <laughs> Listen, that's that question is literally as old as philosophy. We're not going to solve it on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but I've, I swear to God, I've been solving every single <laughs> philosophical philosophical problem. On we need to start submitting these to Harvard. Like we need to start sending yeah. these episodes. <laughs> Send them my uh, resume. <laughs> I want to get out of electrical. Hey, Einstein worked uh, in a post office and he came up with the theory of relativity. So, well, I know that fucking uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson referred to math as the language of the universe. Aww. Um, <laughs> and then Bill Nye got mad at him. I remember that. Um, Did they have beef? Yeah. They, well, I, it was like a panel where they're all on stage, and uh, I just about called him Mike Tyson. Neil deGrasse. <laughs> <laughs> Math is the language of the universe. <laughs> you know, Neil deGrasse Tyson gets all like 
he's very showy with, with the way he talks. You know, oh yeah, math is the language of the universe. He <laughs> says that to the crowd, and then Bill Nye goes boo. <laughs> <laughs> Or something like that. I forget. I uh, saw it a long time ago. But I know that. Uh, but when he says that, it's kind of like math is just use, is something you use to describe what's already happening. Mm, right? Yeah. So, oh, man, you want to know how big of a nerd I am? I invited uh, Bill... <laughs> okay. I know. I've heard this before. <laughs> yeah, I invited Bill Nye to my second grade birthday party. Or, for, sorry, first uh, grade birthday party. I wrote a letter. And? Gave it to my mom. She never mailed it. I know. <laughs> she never know. mailed it? She never mailed it. Think about how different my life could be if Bill Nye showed up at my birthday with like a film crew. And I was like, oh my God, I'm, I'm famous. I could have book deals. I thought, he said he, I thought you were going to say he wrote back saying, I'm actually not allowed near children. <laughs> uh, the state of Massachusetts has restricted me from being within 20 miles of any children. Well... Man, props to your mom for actually admitting she forgot. No, she didn't or forget. Or she just she really she, doesn't. She she kept she it for like uh, it. memorabilia purposes, I think. Ah. Uh, I know. Well, that know. was mean of her. <laughs> yeah. You know what would have been a better memory? If fucking Bill and I showed up to my first grade birthday, mom. Yeah, that would have been sick. I would have been on TV. Uh, all right. Yeah. Anyway, let's move that on. That would have parlayed into a comedy <laughs> career from you somehow. An undeserved comedy career. <laughs> Built on a Bill uh, all comedy visit. careers are <laughs> All comedy careers are undeserved. That's, that's, that's a think. good point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Brendan Chop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, that one for real is like, he shot himself in the foot releasing Oof. that special when he was three years into comedy. Like, uh, that was a selling point, oh, I guess, man. in his mind. <laughs> Yeah. But it, it's like it really showed. Like yeah. you don't have, yeah. I bet if he could Even go back in time, and change it. Now, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, he could have waited. He was literally surrounded by some of the best comedians on the planet, and he just rushed. He jumped the gun. I don't know. Probably Joe Rogan got stoned. It was like, yeah, man, do it, <laughs> do it, bro. It's like Joe, you got him out of like you. You told him. You were honest with Brent and Shab when you're like, look, I don't think you should fight anymore. But you should have <laughs> yeah. been like, look, I don't think you should release an hour-long special <laughs> yeah. three years into comedy. Yeah, seriously. You knocked out Crow Cop. You could do an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Completely different skills. Anyway. Um, yeah. So where were we? Something oh, about, yeah. Time. Some, time travel. About, time. Time travel. Okay. Now we're talking. Yeah, time travel. Um, are we at time travel yet? Okay, no. We're, we're almost. We're not quite there yet. Um, so we're almost, we're almost to one of my favorite parts, but we just got to do a little, do a little bit more talk. Um, so here's an interesting, actually, you know what? We're going to, I'm going to skip ahead. So this is back to the time isn't real thing. So, uh, there's a philosopher from the early 1900s named J.M.E. McTaggart and J.M.E. McTaggart, McTaggart, um, J-M-E. It, did, is that well, pronounced Jimmy? No, those are like, that, he had three initials. I don't know what his first name was. Holy shit, man. Probably that, James like, or Jordan. Your last name's uh, McTaggart. You McTaggart. don't need to make extra names and shove them in there. Like, you got it. You got one. You, your last name is good enough. You don't need the middle name. Yeah. So, yeah. So, this guy was, uh, he was very eccentric, very weird. Um, he apparently traveled exclusively by tricycle. <laughs> oh, my God. What a... 
Ah, that, yeah, this guy's a hipster (laughs) douchebag. Very weird. That's like Um, when I see someone riding down the street on a unicycle. That's like they're going to work. Like you can tell they're like, they got their book bag and everything with them and they've got a tie on. It's like, makes me, makes me sick. Dude, we know you know about bicycles. We know you know about bicycles. Don't try and convince us that that's the most convenient way for you to get around as a (laughs) unicycle. That's what this guy reminded me of, but go ahead. Um, and so he had the very annoying uh, philosophical position that time is not actually real. Um, so okay, so but hear him out, hear him out, because he's got he's got some interesting points. Fake news, time <laughs> is fake news. Just just the time uh, is fraudulent by Venezuela. Um, anyway, yeah. uh, so he no, said, it's uh, not impressive. <laughs> it's not impressive to me when someone just denies reality exists. That's mm. to me. That's not. That's not out of the box thinking to me, but right. I, I'm a moron. Okay, so when he, when he says time isn't real, it's closer. What he's closer to saying is that time doesn't exist without our brains, and that it's sort of like okay. subjective. It's mind dependent. If there's no time as we understand, it doesn't exist without our consciousness and our brains. Okay, so, all right. I'm on that. I'm on board with that. Yeah. So here's one way you could think about it, right? So, for example, being north is not a genuine spatial property. Hmm. Only being north of is a genuine spatial property. Right? So you can't just say, I'm north. That's not a real thing. But you can say, I'm north of Mexico. Then that's a real What if you're at the North Pole? Then you're north of everything, right? You're north of the South Pole. Yeah, you're north of everything. Mm. Yeah. Um, So likewise, like being future is not a real time. Only saying something like being two days after Monday is mm-hmm. a is a time. So time isn't time is only relational, just like your your direction or your space is relational. So that's according mm-hmm. to him. Um, so his theories are pretty complicated. I don't really like them, so we're not really going to get into them. But uh, there's yeah, another fuck that guy. Yeah, a better way to think of it is actually the Immanuel Kant. His way of thinking of it, which is that. Um, uh, time and space are mind dependent. And so basically time, our brains use time to order the information from our senses. Okay. But we don't get an experience of time um, from nature. We get it from in our heads. We put it on nature. It's like goggles. Well, that... Time goggles. Yeah. Well, that, 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 I mean, that kind of, if you've ever done a, if you ever even just smoked weed or done any sort of psychedelic, you know that your, at least your perception of time is totally dependent on your uh, state of mind. Yeah. Uh, actually, Kant went even further and he said that space isn't even real. Space isn't real? I've literally, been seeing videos about that on YouTube, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. but they're not from scientists. They are from okay. people who also think the moon isn't real. Okay, not any Bravo space. We mean okay. uh, like um, like uh, distances. Like we have this idea that there's like space between objects. Like that you uh-huh. can there's like a space between your hand and your coffee cup, and you can reach out and touch your coffee cup, and your hand travels through space. Mm-hmm. And um. Kant says that that's that's not real at all. 
Well, actually, what he means by that is that you don't get the idea of space from nature. You impose it on nature to make sense of nature. Oh, okay. It's weird. Uh, it's very weird. It is weird. So you're saying but that... Think about it. it like, think about your room, like what you're looking at. And like you have this idea that there's depth and distance between things, but mm-hmm. um, is there actually any... Is there like an emptiness between anything? Not really. Or I mean, everything if you're connected? talking about like <laughs> you're you're always bumping up against the next, you know, like there is a physical contact already between me and my cup of co- coffee. If you're counting like air particles and electrons yeah. and shit, so there is really nothing separating anything other than like yeah. The only thing that's different is the density of sections. The medium. Yeah, think of like being underwater. Would we say like when we're Mm -hmm. underwater and we're swimming around, we don't think that we're like swimming through empty space. No. We're swimming through a medium. And I think that's the same sort of idea. Like we're just in a medium. Yeah. So yeah, like it's just like certain things at certain portions of, I guess, the density of things change, but you're always in contact with everything. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. Unless there's a complete vacuum, wouldn't that be something that you have to consider to be space? If there's literally nothing in it, then there's got to be a distance in that place. Across the vacuum? Yeah. Yeah. We'd have to, I think that's like a a physics thing. We'd have to get a physics. Coincidentally, you know who Sean Carroll is? Mm, The name sounds familiar. He's He's like a big shot scientist. His podcast this week okay. is also about time, but I didn't listen to it. Well, I don't, give don't go listen to that one when you can learn everything on this one that you would hear on that one. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. Is it? Yeah, who cares? Who cares about him? He's not as funny as we are. <laughs> I hope not because, like, man, to be, like, insanely brilliant and funny is just fuck you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what, what happened? What, what? <laughs> Time. What kind of sacrifices did your lineage make to get that? Those genetics, mm, like David Hume, that bastard. David Hume. You have yeah, to be, you have to be was, ugly. Uh, He's ugly. That guy was pretty ugly looking. So at least you got that. <laughs> there are people that are like insanely charming and insanely intelligent and good looking, and uh, they must kill be killed. People. They That's must be I killed. <laughs> <laughs> You're making us think that we're not good enough. What if, if we Con- never knew Kanye you existed? <laughs> okay, here's a question for you. Just a little, yeah. just a little break from the time talk for a second here. Would people be time happier? Time break. <laughs> <laughs> Would people be happier in general if celebrity was not something that existed? Ooh, if there was no fame. Mm-hmm. If there was no one to look at and be like. Because, like, I mean, I guess you could just still, like, if there's still, you know, money and whatever, people are going to do better than other people. But you're not mm. going to be a set necessarily, if you look at, say, someone comes down, driving down your street mm. in, like, a really expensive car, you're going to be like, whoa, that's a sweet car. But you're not going to know who that guy is because there's mm. going to be no reporting on him. I don't know. Maybe maybe I haven't thought about this enough. I believe this but, is uh, this is the philosophy of countries like, communist China where they say that the the nail that sticks up must be hammered down. 
that sort of thing. So you mean? Uh, okay. Well, <laughs> there goes my answer. <laughs> All <laughs> right. The answer is no. <laughs> they wouldn't be happier. But you mean like a celebrity culture of like people being obsessed with with fame? Yeah. Like mm. I mean, just like. Celebrity culture and nowadays with like, uh, you know, Instagram and whatnot, there's just pages dedicated to showing people how gangster their life is. And like, you might not mm. even know who they are, but you're constantly inundated with people that appear to have better lives than you. If you scroll through like the Discover page on Instagram, mm. you're going to see people that are better looking than you, food that <laughs> looks better than anything you've ever eaten, cars that you'll never be able to drive and places you'll never be able to go. That's essentially what you're going to get. Unless you yeah. have like a very specific interest. Well, yeah. Envy is a very powerful uh, thing. I think it's what keeps people addicted to so many things, like especially like uh, those online games like World of Warcraft. I think the main source of addiction to that is the envy. Envy? Really? Yeah, like envy. Like, like, right. So, like in life, right, you see, like, say you're like walking around in normal life and you see like someone with a sweet car and you're just like, ah, I can mm-hmm. never get that. But you still want to, you still want the fame. And the like the status. Mm-hmm. So you go into the game, and in the game, you can control things enough that you can actually get like a some sick stuff that other people can't get because it takes so long to get it. Right. So you're saying that people instead of grinding in real life to get the nice stuff, they prefer to grind virtually to get yeah. the virtual stuff. It's easier. I I guess it's easy. It's less and I mean it's less risky socially. Yeah, probably. Less, there's more control. Like you have more control over. Right, variables. right, right, right. Yeah. All right. Well, that that was my tangent. Let's get back to time. Time. Um. Yeah, but that maybe that would be another good episode. Envy. There's a lot of philosophy about envy, and a lot of people think humanity like we would never get anything done if we didn't like if we weren't covetous and envious of each other. Like we wouldn't. Nothing would ever happen. We'd just be like anyway. Well, I hate to bring drugs back into it, but like if you. I feel like that's kind of what heroin can do or like opiates. It's like you Mm. don't feel anything other than good while you're on it. So like no envy, jealousy, or anything like that. Maybe that's not true. I've never done heroin. You don't want anything else. Yeah. That's what everybody says is that it's... it's, Yeah. You already have everything you want if you're high. So it's like there is no need Mm -hmm. to be envious of anything or anyone. Wow. Yeah, I I haven't thought of it like that before, but yeah. Powerful. Okay. Powerful stuff. Powerful stuff, heroin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, time. Okay, so this uh, this next, this is all, all the source for all this is the plato.stanford.edu. Um, so the next section is called the topology of time. So it's, it's like a fancy way of saying what what shape is time? Like, does it have, so like is time linear? Like, does it move forward in a straight line? <laughs> Or, it seems like it, but I'd feel like no. Yeah, maybe it is. Um, maybe it's not. Another possibility, maybe there are multiple linear time streams running in parallel to each other. Um, things are on different time tracks. Like that seems like that seems more like uh Einstein's idea. Like you can be on a one person, if they're going really, really fast, time for them is very slow. But for mm-hmm. other people, time is you know, similar. So time is relative to like how fast you're going. Um, yeah, that's a fact though, isn't it? Yeah, that's definitely a fact. That is a fact. Okay. Like if you go really, really fast, like if you got on a rocket ship 
and traveled away from the earth at the speed of light for 100,000 years. And then if you got on a rocket ship with your watch and you traveled at like close to the speed of light and on your watch, like five days went by and then you turned around and came back to earth, on earth, like hundreds and hundreds of years would have passed. Maybe thousands. Yeah, or you don't even have to leave Earth. I I remember hearing, I think this might have been another Neil deGrasse Tyson thing, but just getting on a train that was just looped around the Earth. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's not a distance, it's how fast you go. Yeah, Yeah. distance has nothing to do with it. speed. So if you get on this this train that's going like near light speed, and you're on it for, I don't know what the actual math is, but you're on it for five days, when you get off the train, everything around, everything else will have, past like 30 years or some shit, right? Yeah, exactly. That's a, yeah. that's a fact. That, that's, that would happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's what makes black holes so creepy. It's like once you get near them, like it's yeah. kind of weird like because like <laughs> time, is, time is only linear if you're staying in the same gravitational well at the same speed as in, in like a consistent speed, right? Um, it's only constant. Yeah, only constant. Yeah. So time's only constant if you if 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 the your speed and the gravity around you is constant. Yeah, I think so. Because yeah. time for someone like I mean, if you've seen Interstellar or any of these these sci-fi movies, time <laughs> on Jupiter is not going to be the same as time on Earth, which is weird. Yeah, because the gravity. Yeah, it's very strange. Yeah, it'll be slightly. I don't know if it'll be like, you know, I don't know if it would actually bend that more than like a couple. Fuck, here I am way out of my depth again. But like, (laughs) if I spent five days on Jupiter, it might only be like four and a half days on Earth. I don't know. I don't have no idea. Uh, But it's not that drastic. But I remember them saying that if you are standing out in an open field and your buddy is standing next to, uh, I don't know, Mount Everest, they're going to experience time slightly slower than you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Like infinitesimally, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Very. Like you have to get into huge, huge, huge uh, numbers of gravity and speed to make it like noticeable. I feel like. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I am a, I am a scientist. Everybody, (laughs) my word is law. (laughs) Electrical law. Electrical. I love like when I was in electrical and uh, like in my schooling portions. We'd be like learning about how electricity works and like coils of wires and like the magnetic fields and like induction and like it was pretty wild. Some of like how it behaves. Like it's the closest thing to magic that like I could think of is electricity. Mm -hmm. But every time I was in class, everybody would start asking questions, and there was always a point where the instructor would be like. I have no idea. You got to get into <laughs> like you got to ask a physicist at this point. We don't really like the best electricians in the world. Don't know. It's like they know they have the magic as a. It's like a Jedi using the Force. They don't understand how the Force actually works, but they know how to use it. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, no. I think what I'm think saying that's is, true. is that you yeah. should compare electricians to Jedi, modern day Jedi. Whoa. Are you on the council? <laughs> no man, I'm so far away from. The How chance. dare they admit me to the council, but not give me the rank of hey, master? But they do have apprentice electricians and master electricians, so Are we're you halfway the- there with the labeling. <laughs> Can you be on the electrician council but not be given the rank of master? 
<laughs> I don't like know. What if it happened to me, I, would, I just might, I just might electrocute a child <laughs> <laughs> or a bunch of children. I might electrocute a bunch of fledgling electricians. It's an insult. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Um, all right. So yeah. So we had multiple time streams. Um, okay. Time could be a loop or a circle, a discontinuous line. Okay. So here's another interesting question, and I do want to get to time travel. Um, but we can end yeah. with time travel. Um, but this is an interesting yeah. ar- argument from Aristotle. And so this is uh, so Aristotle thought time cannot have Aristotle thought time was linear, but it cannot have a beginning. And so his reasoning for that is that if time has a beginning, then there would have to be a first moment, the moment when time began. Mm-hmm. But he thinks that a moment. Doesn't you can't have a moment unless you had something that came before that moment and then something that came after that moment. It doesn't make sense to consider a moment in time without a past preceding it or a future coming after it. So, like in, in our universe, maybe people would you might say that the Big Bang is when time started, but using the word "start" doesn't really make sense because there was nothing before it. I don't know. Yeah, like a race. For a race to start, like there has to be the moment before the race started. Yeah. Like if the race starts, then like you can't have something start unless there's something before it started when it mm-hmm. hadn't started yet. So if there was like a first moment of time, then before that, there was something before time started. So, yeah. And so it's the and same then, thing that yeah. people say about when people bring up God is like, well, what was before God? You know, it's like it's an infinite regression. Like mm-hmm. there has to be a point of beginning. For for I mean, maybe that's just a fault of the human brain that needs that, but mm. yeah, basically, yeah, we just like to have like we have this idea that like there has to be a point when things start because like mm-hmm. there was the time when we were born. Exactly. But if time doesn't exist, then you don't need a point to start, right? Yeah, because there's no time in the first place. Mm -hmm. But Aristotle also thinks that you cannot have a final moment when time stops. Because it doesn't make sense to say, because again, moments only make sense if there's a moment before it and a moment after it. Right. So he thinks time will also have no end. It's easier to think that than it is to think that it had no beginning <laughs> for mm. some reason. I don't yeah. know why. Yeah. Because I can think of a gun shooting a bullet and the bullet never dropping. But I can't think of a bullet just always has been in flight. There was no gun needed. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that makes That's harder to wrap my head around than a beginning and no end. No beginning and no end is even, I mean, I mean, yeah. come on, for crying out loud, you know, what are we doing here? <laughs> okay, so now we can finally get to time travel. Okay. All right, so there's a, so I, I have my own idea about how time travel is possible, but we'll go through all the reasons why people think time travel is not possible first. This is time travel into okay. the past because if you go fast enough, you can sort of go into the future. This is yeah, that's kind of like a hack. That's a hack for time travel. Yeah. So, so the first, um, the first argument against time travel is called presentism. And so, according to presentism, only uh, present objects exist. 
So any objects that are in the past, they don't actually exist. So you cannot go into the past and visit Socrates because Socrates is not a present object. It doesn't exist. Yeah. But there's a problem with that because in some sense, maybe not in the sense that we normally mean by exist, but in some sense, past things have to exist or else it wouldn't really make sense to talk about anything that happened in the past, right? So if you said that it's true that um, like Wilt Chamberlain was taller than Hitler, mm-hmm. if they never, if they don't exist, then that statement is meaningless. Right. This um, kind of reminds me, yeah. of, I don't know if on the one podcast we had, I don't know if it was one of our lost episodes, but you were talking about how if you had a computer that could uh, accurately uh locate the exact position of every particle in existence it would be able to tell you what's going to happen and exactly what's happened with like 100% certainty yeah it's a theory laplace's so like theme. maybe only maybe pa- like reverse time travel is not something you can participate in but if you got that computer to that level you could view it mm. yeah 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 that's, that's that's a really good way to put it actually um, okay, so then there's another one. This is like the, the thing in movies, right? This is the paradoxes, right? So suppose, so premise one, sorry, suppose you could travel back in time and you assassinate your grandfather before he conceives your father, who is Hitler. Right. Right, so you want to kill your grandfather before he has sex with Hitler's mom and Hitler's born. But actually... Hitler's mom <laughs> has got it going on. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's a good one. <laughs> uh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, she does. She's all that I want, and she loves all the bombs. Okay, um, but what you are know, you saying now? So they're saying that, like, so the idea is that actually, well, actually, you can't do that because you can't kill your grandfather before your father Hitler is born, because then you would cause yourself to never have existed. And if you never existed, yeah, then this you is couldn't a kill your grandfather. Yeah, so you can't time travel. Yeah, so you it's couldn't have gone back. It's a it's a paradox. Paradox. Yeah, yeah. paradox. Yeah. Um, but like we said earlier, this even though it seems weird, it doesn't seem impossible in the same way that say like two plus two equals five seems impossible. Right. So maybe there's some wiggle room there. But anyway, so I, this, you yeah. know what? Go ahead. There's also <laughs> another way you could view the past. With hundred percent accurately, oh. but you would have to invent. You would have to invent instant teleportation. That's the only caveat. Oh, explain. You would essentially have to open a wormhole <laughs> from Earth that teleports you out into space, farther away. Say you wanted to see what the dinosaurs actually looked like. You'd have oh. to open a world wormhole, teleport into space to the point where the light from Earth at that back the dinosaur's age is just arriving and you could look at Earth and you would see the dinosaurs if you had a powerful Damn. telescope. That is awesome. That's dope. Yeah, I call it the, awesome. uh, the dino hole, the, the dino, dino hole, hole theory. <laughs> to take a dive down the dino hole. <laughs> yeah. I think awesome. that's a Tom Waits song, man. <laughs> take a dive down the dino hole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Okay, that's awesome. Um, that'd be a great idea. Yeah, then you could watch like past TV. You could like 
go mm-hmm. to like a certain distance, you can watch like Genghis Khan invade mm-hmm. Baghdad or something. Like, but again, it's 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 more of a uh, it's more of a it's more like watching a video of the past than actually being able to participate it or mm-hmm. influence at all. It's already yeah, it is you, the past. Yeah. You're just seeing it in yeah, perfect. You can't visit it. Yeah, yeah, and you can't engage in it. It's it's it is still technically. You're just watching it. You can't actually be in the past. It's completely. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's done, man. It's fucking over. <laughs> all right, over. Yeah, it's over. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay, but then all right. So this is the final argument against time travel, and it's like a very powerful logical argument, and it's um, it's the idea that you cannot have a thing called backwards causation, right? So the idea is that events in the present can cause events in the future, right? If I, uh, if I throw a ball up in the air, it'll cause the ball to land at some point in the future. But mm-hmm. events in the present cannot cause events in the past. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, well, everybody knows that. <laughs> right. So time travel would only be possible if backwards causation is possible, right? You do something in the present, you turn on your time machine, and then this causes you to go to the past. So something you did in the present caused something in the past, which is supposed to be logically impossible. It doesn't make any sense to me. No, it doesn't. But I think, but that's only that only works if time is linear, like in a straight line. But right. what if time is a circle? Right? A flat circle. What if time is a circle? A black circle. <laughs> A flat circle. A time flat is circle. a flat circle. Yeah, time is yeah. a... Was that... Oh, yeah, that was that... Oh, yeah, that was that from that joke. Oh, man. From uh, True Detective. Yeah, that's your own yeah. joke, man. But that's well, also it's from a, it's a True Nietzsche Detective. Line. Yeah, yeah, True Detective. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, so time is a flat it's circle. It's a right? line, a famous line, uh, originally written by Nietzsche, uh, popularized by True Detective, and made uh, viral by Sam <laughs> LeBoon's comedy. So, yeah, so in this theory, right? So say you start now and you're going into the future. But if you keep going past the future, around the circle, eventually you wind up back in the past. Just like if you travel around the globe, you wind up back where you started. You travel far enough into the future, eventually time starts to curve back into the past. And so that way you could visit the past by going far enough into the future and around the circle into the past. Go so far in, you're out the back. (laughs) That just seems like, but is there any? What it just? I don't have any hard. It's proof fun of to this. say. It's fun <laughs> to say that, but like, what? It's fun to say that. Talk about that, but it, everything points to linear, essentially. Mm-hmm. In a human experience, anyways. So yeah, you know, you could say it's a circle. You could say it's a square. You could say it's a uh, a double helix. It. it like of course that if the, if it's like a racetrack that goes in a loop, then yeah, that's possible. You lap yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like I said, I uh, I've yet to uh, find any hard proof of that. Well, keep looking, buddy. I think you're pretty close. <laughs> Someone just needs to. Yeah, I'm just gonna get some really really good roller skates. Really get some speed. <laughs> uh. Well, I mean, I don't know. 
You got to just do some math on that, dude. Get Invent a different type of calculus at the same time I do, and then we'll compare notes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Simple. All right. Good. Well, let's, that's, let's, that was a good episode. We learned that we don't know. <laughs> and now we know. Uh, yeah. Don't forget to write in at tpspodcast420 at Gmail to have your email read to the literally tens of other listeners who can then write in and tell us how much they think you are stupid. It's kind of one of the mm. best things about podcasts, if, I, uh, if I'm being honest. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Conflict. Yeah. Anything else you have to add, Sam? I got to get um, on my work clothes and eat something before I literally die. Uh, oh, I'm going to be back in Kelowna on December 20th. Oh, if, shit. We unless should, uh, uh, they shut down interprovincial travel, but <laughs> I don't know. Oh, they haven't done that yet, have they? No, they have not. I don't think they I don't will. Think, no, they well, won't. you're going to be able to come see the new house. Oh, fuck we yeah. Could do a, uh, we could do an in-person podcast. We could even maybe have, uh, I don't know, someone on as a guest. My brother will be living with us. So we could force him on. Oh, not, yes, let's not do the it. One with the, not the brother with the philosophy degree, the other oh, one. Oh, Levi? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> but he's uh, he's still smart, so it'll be good. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. And by everybody, I mean each and every one of you 10 people. <laughs> I love you. Until next time. Bye. Bye.